When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. 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 Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody. Welcome to Lost in America, episode 19. Yeah, we don't know. We lost track. Wow, my name's Turner Sparks. I'm Kaplan. Michael. Ira Kaplan. The full name this time. Yes. Kaplan. I mean, you can find me at uh, Turner at Turner B. Sparks on Twitter. You can find Kaplan at M.I. Kaplan 11. 11 is for... Troy Noons, who was an absolute magician as a quarterback for the Syracuse football <laughs> team. In, uh, an absolute magician. Wait, 2000, when? 2000, I think 2000, 2003, 2004. I don't right know. after Donovan McNabb? Yeah, it was this little white dude who came right after McNabb. And he was, was he the guy who went to Duke and then transferred for like a year? No, no, that was Ron Paulus. Or oh yeah, but he was like this little guy, and he would run around, and he uh, was like Doug, Flo- like the homeless man's Doug Flutie, I would say. Okay, but who was the homeless man's Doug Marino? I'm uh, Dan Marino. Um, that <laughs> and know. short man's. But you know, I remember when I was at Syracuse, I knew when I was visiting my brother at Syracuse, I knew that we didn't have a, a football program was going downhill. Yeah, was when I went to a bar to get in. And this little guy behind me was like, I remember he was drunk and belting out champagne supernova, and he got negged. <laughs> Good tune. They wouldn't let him in uh, because it's a fake ID. They didn't like it. And he's like, someone's like, do you know who that is? And they're like, oh, I don't care. It was Troy Noons. He was the like, starting quarterback on our football team. He didn't get into a bar. That's un American. Well, that's because our team sucked at the time. Like, obviously, a real, f- like, that doesn't happen yeah, at Miami. Course. Yeah, of course. Ken Dorsey could have got into yeah. any bar he wanted. When I was in the late 90s, like, I, they're diving Nabby era, we had guys who were. Freshmen or high school recruits were getting into bars. Of course. So that, the, the program fell apart fast, and uh, right. I honor it with my Twitter handle. Nice. All right. Ron Noons. Is that his name? Troy Noons. Troy <laughs> Noons. Yes. Great player. Well, Magician. I'm drinking coffee. Here's the thing. A couple episodes ago. Uh, <laughs> you have to tell us about your coffee. <laughs> no, because I don't buy co- This is the second cup of coffee I've bought in America. The first one, wow. remember, was at McDonald's. You I got remember the, your first. I got the $1 coffee. Right. This is $1.89. Oh, Esther yeah. Steinberg from a few episodes ago recommended it. I okay. think she kind of shit on it. She but, recommended uh, it and shat on it. Yeah. Shat? Is that the... Yeah. Uh, quite a... Quite shit, a, quite shit, a shat in the past. Anyway, um, I give it what a... Is, oh, it's a 7-Eleven? It's a 7-Eleven coffee. Right, right. Well, she was from Tampa, where apparently... I didn't know. I don't know if we even asked her why. Like, it's well, a big she deal said on. in Tampa, 7-Eleven coffee is like the... Uh, it's like Pete's. Right. Like Star- it's like the... Dun- the way, like, I have a few Dunkin' Donuts... Yeah, uh, growing up in Pennsylvania or Wawa, if you're more Philly oriented, I guess Seven Eleven is the Tampa thing. And now you're, and I would say you're trying them all here. Now you're in America. You're sampling all the local. Uh, one, it's one eighty nine. It's more expensive than McDonald's is better. I would go back to McDonald's coffee. McDonald's coffee? Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That's if McDonald's wants to sponsor us, Turner is <laughs> he's on record as saying they have better coffee, and it's only a dollar, everyone. We're all open. So on the on the podcast today, we have Andrea Jones-Roy. Andrea is a comedian um, who I've been performing with in Asia for the past few years, and uh, I don't know, three or four years, something like that. And um, she's also a circus performer. Wow. In both countries, she did it in China, she did it in America, um, and uh, sorry, we start. She came out. We started performing together in China a few years ago. In the um, circus, you performed in the, circus. the comedy club oh, okay. that was a circus at times. Okay. Uh, yeah, but no, and and stand up. Circus career is over. Though. She did stand up. She's a circus performer, and um, she was a teacher at NYU. Wow. Professor, and in both countries. I'm just so not successful in life. I done nothing. 
Yeah, I haven't. I mean, I, I bought coffee. <laughs> I can today. hold a microphone and talk into it. That's the whole thing. But that's my first skill. So she's going to be on later. But before All we right. get to that, should we get to Lost in America? We should get to it quickly. All Let's right. Go. Let's play the music. Love the music. Um, it can't, I don't know if it's. I know it's the same song, but I'm telling you, it gets better I think every it's a week. Different song, a different version. It just. I noticed little things that are different about it. You're right. There's little twists and turns twists, about yeah. it. Maybe it's because it's 2017. Right. Oh yeah, it is 2017. <laughs> I keep forgetting. I keep writing 2016 on my checks <laughs> or on my Venmos. When you Venmo, do you write the year and then you're like, oh, I can I the wrong tell year. you my favorite Jimmy Schubert joke of Let, all time? Tell it. We all want to hear it. Uh, he was came out to uh, China to perform with us. And he was like, "What is it? What is it? A year of the uh, year of the." And somebody would be like, "You're the pig." He'd be like, "Oh, it's year of the pig." I keep writing duck on my checks, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think duck is even a year. No, in the uh, the. Chinese. I know it's a dragon year, right? Dragons, hopefully every year. I think I'm a dog. I'm not really. sure. We're gonna have to get to that in a pod, a Chinese New Year episode. Oh, we will do that later. We're doing a Chinese New Year's episode. Right. Good tease. Good tease. That's what we call it in the business. So, okay, here's what I want to talk about: uh, free stuff. Yes. The, the amount now you're speaking of, my language. Yeah, here one we go. Trick pony. The amount of free stuff you can get in America is off the charts if you look for it. Actually, you don't even have to look for it. It comes to you. Well, it comes to you. Like, I think when I was living in China, you rarely, if ever, because the minute you offer somebody free stuff, it's just a run on, like, the Walmart of, like, 10,000 grandmas coming from provinces throughout the country to get, like, 10 cent, like, uh, uh, oil or like cooking oil or whatever it is you know so like did, did they offer is that what they do they offer free cooking oil that's, that's what they, they do they yeah whenever free you, refrigerators or something when we had a mr softy store inside of a um it was inside of a carrefour which is like a french walmart they had those in china oh. so the first day we opened what they do on the first day of any new like shopping mall or shopping center is they kick it off by offering like like 10 cent cooking oil okay and what that does is it, it just floods the place with grandmas in these like like <laughs> Grandmas, uh, you're really coming after the grandmas. Well, I'm just saying that's what they are. They're in these like jumpsuits that lo have like flower prints all over them. All right. They usually have like little two year olds with them that they're just dragging through the supermarket. Do you half think the they're time, like, grandkids or they're just like props? To just whoever they can one. pick up because they're mostly there to swing at other grandmas with them. All right. To get them out of their way. You know, it's like um, Black Friday. It's right. Black and Friday. you're saying this is a French Walmart? Is that what you refer to it as? Yeah, the French took over China. I didn't in know. Like, that seems like an oxymoron. I didn't realize that. Well, it's French. not Walmart. It's it, their own brand. Right, right. I know. Foreign Ocean and all these other ones. So anyway, taking over China. if you offer free stuff here, I don't know. For some reason, it's, it's it works. But um, like we'll start at the basics. Just water. Right. Um, water. Well, that's an American thing. Cool water fountains, right? Like cool water out of fountain. I'm saying not hot water. Every once in a while, you'll see hot water in China, like on a long distance bus <laughs> or a train or something. Hot water. You want to stay away from that. That's nice, usually refreshing hot water. Because like people are like, oh, they boil it out, so it's still like they right. boil they, it, and so it's it's so safe to drink. But yeah, but here's the thing: you can't boil out the metal that's inside of it, <laughs> right? When there's heavy metals inside of it, that's still going down your gullet. That's good for you. It's protein. 
Well, yeah, I don't know if that's the case. But then you go to a restaurant, I imagine they don't offer you free water on the tables the way they do. Because um, people in, in America think. get very antsy. Like, if you don't have your water, well, they might the second offer you, you sit down, you get upset. If they don't refill it fast enough, you get upset. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have no, expectations. They might offer you, like, hot water, maybe, but uh, they would definitely never offer you, like, bread. I mean, obviously not bread, but right. the equivalent would be rice, right? At a Chinese restaurant, <laughs> they're, not, they're not coming around being like, hey, you want some free rice? Right. You want to get like, going? You want a little appetite? You want a little olive oil, a little yeah. olives on the side? Or like but, and then when you eat at foreign restaurants in China, because they'll have, like, uh, burger places and Mexican restaurants and all that no. stuff, you will never get, like, free... There's no chips and salsa at the Mexican place. There's one place I've ever been to in all of China. Shout out. It's called uh, Casa Zoe's, and I better get free shit Casa when I go back Zoe's. now. They'll have free chips, but everywhere else, no, no, no. It'll be, like, $5 for, like, a couple chips. I think chips. if I move to China, that's what I want to do. Like, go to a Mexican restaurant. Open that's, one? Yeah. It's a good idea. Kaplan's Mexican. Casa Kaplan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Casa de Kaplan. I love Mexican food, even though I'm... <laughs> yeah. Not Mexican, so we'll pull it off. And so, um, yeah, you won't get free chips, sauce, whatever. Definitely no free guac. I don't even know. They don't do that here. They don't do it at the table with the, (laughs) come around with the avocados and the hand. Have you seen this in America? No. This is a fad that started while you were gone. What is it? This, like, make the guacamole at the table thing. Make the the guacamole again? Restaurants. It's like $20, $18, $12, whatever it is, and they come around, and everyone, you get it, they come with, like, the avocados and the, the, uh, what do you call the things that make, uh... A musher? Uh, a musher. <laughs> a, a fist? Uh, what are you making? It's a great a fist? thing to register for if you're getting married because it's useless. But like, it makes guacamole in like a pot. And oh a, yeah, like, like a smusher. Yeah, it's a we'll call it a smusher. <laughs> There's a word. I, I'm picturing the letters. I can't come. But and people and they'll like they will make guacamole at your table. The same guacamole you can get as a side dish for like three dollars at a real Mexican place for like fourteen dollars. Will you pay chips. extra because they make it in front of you? Yes. What people, is it Benihana? <laughs> people love an experience. And uh, yeah, you not... can get chips and salsa for free, or you can spend fifteen dollars for avocados. That's and, ridiculous. Yeah. So I guess they don't do that in China. No, they address. don't do that. So maybe that's where it balances out. But I mean, and then they just as I was leaving China, they just started doing free samples in um, like supermarkets, like the Costco, yeah. at the Costco, whatever the version of Costco. But like barely, and it's not very good. Like I went to Costco. He owns Costco in California. I was visiting my parents. It's a whole meal. Oh, it's you got to go hungry. You go hungry and you, you fill up. Or if you want to be healthy, you don't go hungry because, yeah, you cannot not eat. There's, like, so much. Oh, like. It's an experience. Mini hot dogs, and they just keep it coming. Like, yeah. you, it's not like you have, there's no shame in taking Right, no, because sometimes you go to, like, a bakery in America, and they have, like, samples, like a free little piece of banana bread. And you always, like, you take a little piece, and you're like, that was good. I kind of want another piece. But, yeah. like, what do I have to order? To, it feels weird taking two samples. But I feel like when you're in Costco, they encourage it. Sample take it up. Take as many samples as you like. That's yeah, the ultimate in capitalism. Well, they're plus you there's, in. there's people in front of you, just you know. Right, you're fighting with some pretty large bodies. Yeah, they're banging the barn door down trying yeah. to get uh, <laughs> sausages and yeah, stuff. Yeah, right? you gotta work hard. And also, and then um, um, uh, ice cream places. Right. Sample it up. So wait, and Mr. Softy in China? No. You wouldn't give out samples of a little spoon. You kidding me? Because that's like. Well, a- what are you gonna sample? It's soft serve. You're like, oh, here you never. Oh, I've never had vanilla before. Well, that's like, what people really? do in America. They literally everything. They're like, they're oh, clowns. The strawberry. Can I taste that? <laughs> like, I, I never had a. Are these strawberries hand picked? Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> are these local? These New Jersey <laughs> strawberries? Basically, yeah. So they don't do that. Uh, there's no um, sample. So you didn't. What if a customer would have said that to you in China? You'd just be like, "Can I get a sample?" Yeah, I would have said, "You can get the fuck out." Okay, good business. Then. <laughs> but I always, if I get a sample, if I get more than one, I always order ice cream because I feel bad. Well, see, that's They've what I'm saying though, because there was and no, I, no, no. I don't think that maybe that shame doesn't exist or something. Right, and I would order this, a different flavor than I sampled though, because yeah. I'm like, "Oh, I already had that," so it doesn't really work with the. 
I don't know. And then to that point, the last thing I want to talk about with the free stuff is um, wine. Okay. You can always in America, you want to try the wine? You get to try the wine first. It's not really try the wine. They pour it out in your glass and you try it. It's true. But like you would have to really dislike it to not take it, I feel like. It's, it's, it's kind of a presumption you're going to drink it. But, okay, like, well, I don't know. We went to, uh, I was with my, uh, Gary and Myrna Sparks oh, well, tough, at a place, crowd. little place in Brooklyn, and around the corner from my apartment, we went to, they said, the guy's like, you want to try the wine? They're like, sure, and we try it, and then my dad's like, drinking it, he's like, swishing it around, <laughs> and he's thinking about it, Too and the guy, goes, the guy goes, I'll get you another one, let's try another one, and then the guy just brought out like a few. Right, you feel like a king. Yeah, yeah, of course, it was fantastic, that's where I came up with this whole idea. Oh, so they wouldn't do that in that's China. like, wait, you could just They're get- like, this is the red- this is the white. Drink it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they usually open it before. They don't. It's not like they open it in front of you. It's like opened right. and poured, and they bring out like completely poured, right? Wow. So I guess you could pound the whole thing and send it back, but then you got to fight <laughs> on your hands. So. so yeah, can you send things back? Like if you're not happy with it, I how think does that? So I don't know. Yeah. I think you can just refuse to pay at the end. Maybe. <laughs> and right? then what happens? Do you have a duel or what do you? <laughs> no, you get out a knife, you stab. <laughs> there's no guns in China, so you can't, there's no dueling. But, but do they um, call the cops? Or they, cause I, no, no, no. There's no cops. It's a lot of yelling and then right. one side backs down at right, some point. So you have to show your medal if you've been in there a long time, I'm sure. That you're really. Yeah. You, you almost complain on principle right. just to show that you belong, that you're not a tourist. Oh, I respect this culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And here's the other I, thing. No one ever calls the, there's never No one ever really complains outside of their own right. what's happening. You just settle it. You get the job done. You know? Right. That sounds good because I feel like there's this foodie culture in Manhattan where people, if their restaurant is a place that, that's like, you know, they really want to go to because they've heard they're so great, they don't complain. They've like turned off their complaining sensors. Everything's great. Oh, I waited like an hour for this, this appetizer. Well, because it's oh, like this fine. way it's, to yeah. brag to your friends. This like, tastes great. Everything's incredible. Everything's the best thing ever. It's, Everything's the best. So you can go tell your friends the next day, we had the best restaurant. Right. We had the best. It's, yeah, it's the opposite. It's like, ah, this place sucks. That place is <laughs> shit. You know, this sounds like I'm moving to China. <laughs> yeah. This whole podcast. Kaplan, we got to get you to China. Live pod in China. Let's start a GoFundMe or something. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan. Or we'll go, ask our sponsor. We'll ask for just cuts to the Should chase. we get to ends? Let's get to him. Let's get... Well, no, no, no. I think... Yeah. I, are we working it out with them? Uh, we're trying to hammer out behind Look, the We see him in the halls. It's odd. It's a little awkward. It's, you know... He's yeah. got joggers. He's got joggers like on. Yeah. It, our millennials would like him. <laughs> would like the joggers. But uh, anyway, he still has got a good app, right? It's a great we app. We can agree it's that It's getting the better. App. I mean, here, January 11th, it's... You know, two th- it's, it's made it to the 2000. New update, I think it's come out. <laughs> the new update's out. It's made it to 2017. You guys get ants. It's in the App Store. E N S E. Go there, download it. Um, it's gonna be. We got word that it's gonna be on for Android soon. So shut up, Nico. Stop complaining. Yeah, Nico. Yeah, and uh, and I'm getting really close to accidentally ensing things I shouldn't be ensing. So just get on that <laughs> app because you want to be the day it goes up. Yeah, you want to be the, the day. We're talking shit about people we're not supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, and before, yeah, and it's live that's on the it. I'm going to get out of here, and you're going to have evidence of All right, of get it in the app store. That's it. Let's get to our guest. Let's get to her. All right, Andrea Jones-Roy coming on in. Play the music. All right, welcome back, uh, Kaplan Tunes. Like them, love them. We're here with our guest, 
Andrew Jonesroy. How you doing, Andrew? I'm good. How are you guys? Great. Excellent. And uh, that was kind of Thank a fake you. intro because you've been sitting here. I have. As we did our intro. I, yes, I watched the whole thing live. Yes. Andrea is a comedian. Uh, we talked about earlier. We've been doing comedy together for a few years. Yeah. When did you move to China? We started. In China I moved. Together. Yeah, I started in China. I moved in summer 2013. Moved to China then. Yeah. And you started doing comedy. You never done stand up before. No, never. Uh, I had done improv before, and so I started doing improv in China first, and ah. then through. Joe and some others. I got super drunk and confessed I wanted to do stand up, and they were. Hey, like, that's you know. kind of how I did it. Yeah, really. Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone you started the whole China thing on a drunk whim, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You guys all found comedy in China. Yeah. It's like while drunk is the while key. drunk. Yeah. 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 It is kind of nuts. And then um, you moved back here before I did. Yeah, I moved back in May of this year. Oh, not so long. Not before. long before. I was kind of back and forth for that first couple months of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A few months, and then you kind of, and then you started, you just uh, jumped straight into stand-up. Yeah. Back here. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. now we're performing together at the Lantern all yeah, the time. Yeah, like constantly. So yeah. It's, yeah, it's great. It's awesome. We've yeah. all, yeah, Caps. And where are you there. from in America originally? I am originally from Maryland. Okay. Uh, I spent way too long in Michigan in grad school. But Where'd Maryland you go? Is where I'm from. Michigan. University of Michigan. Very Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor. That's hey. the one. Yeah, yeah. Good school. And, um, okay, grad school. Oh, oh yeah. Because, yeah, because you're a professor. Oh, yeah. What did you study? Political science? Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Very okay. good. Okay. Yeah. You talk about it in your I forwarded oh. my CV to him before. Wow. No, I've I seen your so wait, you, were, you were a professor? Yeah, my stand up is, a, is just a, a list of bullet points of <laughs> so you, decisions I've made. Professor, circus, comic. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So you that's have an awesome CV. I need to just. It's a, and I like saying CV. Yeah, that's, yeah. Prof, oh, that's very international. You international. Always write curriculum vitae. Just ever say that out loud. Yeah, here in the states way. we say curriculum vitae. For our listeners across the pond. Across the pond, yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you did st stand up. Okay, so what did you do first, professor? Yeah. Well, so I was like a I did like some dance and stuff growing up, but uh, but I went to grad school to be like serious and. During grad school, got into circus as a hobby, and then I got a job at NYU Shanghai to be a professor. Can we back that up? Back it up. <laughs> How do you get into <laughs> circus as a hobby? And when we say circus, like, yeah, I what, think I know the answer, but okay. we're not talking like Ringling Brothers right. and Barton Yeah, sometimes people think I'm like riding elephants. Because no. I had an uncle or something oh who was a circus clown. Oh, cool. Back in yeah. Mexico? Yeah, but I think he, was, <laughs> he also had a uh, nose candy issue. Possibly too. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, all the family. I don't know. I never knew him. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, anyway, so go ahead. This is the so. airing of the Spark family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Through me as a. Okay. Uh, so not not that kind of circus. Not that kind of circus. Though uh, in China, that kind of circus does is 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 alive and well, unlike the animals who they have. Uh, that was wait, a wait, weird wait. Uh, no, no, we'll get to that. <laughs> I want to get to that. Once upon a time. Let's get to that. Wait, so, yeah. so, but what kind of circus so, do so, you okay, do? So the circus that I do, uh, I so, started doing trapeze, like aerial hoop, aerial silks, at a warehouse in Detroit wow. that I found out about uh, <laughs> with a... Sounds like a Kaplan pickup line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like a place, a uh, good party place afterwards. Like it's sure. trapeze and then oh, yeah. warehouse Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I just read a flyer once at a grocery store in Michigan. I was bored and they yeah. were like... Detroit oh. Flyhouse, and I was like, "What's that?" And I was in grad school, so I had nothing going on, and so I started to go. I know flyers. So work. come to this warehouse. Yeah, aerial. Uh, like aerial arts is like what we would. Okay, so you yeah. hang yourself up in. Um, That's right. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, just on like yeah, like so like there's like a rope or like a trapeze. The man in the or, flying trapeze. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you did that, and that was fun. Yeah, yeah, I really loved it. Um, and I kind of had a moment before I moved to Shanghai to be a professor where I was like, I thought about doing the like move to New York like fuck the PhD, like, be an artist, like, do the circus things. I really liked it. Um, but I was like, you know what? I want to give being a professor one real try. I want to move to China where I can no longer be distracted by circus. <laughs> 
and like invent like because I'm gonna be in Shanghai. I don't know anyone. I'm just gonna be at this university, and that's gonna be what I do. And then like a month after I arrived in China, having like shed all my circus equipment and everything, yeah, uh, a circus themed nightclub from London and Dubai like rolled in and set up shop. And I was like, fuck it, I'm auditioning for this. Wow. Yeah. So and the whole plan went to shit. And you were probably like the most qualified. Uh, I, I mean, they had they brought in really good performers from oh they brought uh, people in England and and uh, Europe, and then we had an, a, another we had a, we got a half Chinese cast with like amazing like Chinese like contortionists who were like children who were employed illegally and little people <laughs> horribly politically incorrect. Wait, what's a well, um, is, what's a contortionist? Like the super flexible people who do like crazy backbendy stuff and like put their feet over their heads. Sure, yeah, yeah. And how long had you been doing it before you, like, how long did you do it in Michigan or in Detroit for? Uh, Four years or something. Oh, but oh so you're part time. of the show. Yeah, but so not pretty good. But not as a performer though. Right. I was like a student. Like I'd done a couple of recitals, right. and I came and I started doing some like classes in New York, and so I was like training a lot. But right. I was not a performer. You, you went not. pro in China. Went pro in China. That's so, yeah. the place to go pro, <laughs> whatever you want. Right? Yeah, I mean, I mean you, yeah. you can. I you assume we'll agree with this. Is uh, like one of the things in China is like you can kind of enter things at a level higher than you're really ready for. Totally. Because there's such a small scene, and they just wanted foreigners who could perform. I mean, truthfully, the more you think about it, it's like why the hell did we move back? I really they don't know why. Yeah, because because you can well be, for this podcast. It's exactly I guess. what you're saying. Yeah, for this podcast. That's why. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> no, we're gonna podcast. get Kaplan to move there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring Randy and Teddy. Do they have podcasts Ruby? in China? Do they have equipment? <laughs> Can we no. do this? This the state of the studio uh, we're in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but yeah, what you're saying is totally true. Like you can um you, if you're a hobbyist at something, yeah. there's a lot of kind of like money and interest to support stuff and not enough people to fill that right. interest. Hmm. Right. So you can just become a pro. Right. At whatever the hell your hobby is. Which, on the one hand, can be good because it it gave me a lot more time on stage as a comedian and a circus performer, like, in front of audience, which audiences, which is, like, super hard to get in the U.S. Like, you fight for stage time. On the other hand, it can make you think you're better than you are, and that's sort of a... It's a comfortable delusion You have to keep your head in check a little bit, but it is good. Like, I was... When I came back here doing comedy, I look around, I'm like, it seems so difficult to start here. yeah. Because we got so much free stage time and yeah. like all these big audiences who were like so excited to see yeah. us. Yeah. Also, just like a not to like sweeping generalizations, but if the kung fu comedy scene in China is super supportive, and so yeah. in your first couple times where you're like, oh god, I suck completely. This is the worst thing I've ever done. You're still with your friends, and they're like, keep going. You're where yeah. haven't you been back at the mic or whatever? And, and was circus the same? Yeah. Yeah. Circus was similar. The I think the. I, I was more competent at circus when I started because I hadn't performed, but I'd done it for five years. So it's like if like it's like I'd been writing stand up for five years before I started. Like I had a bit ah, of a leg up. Okay. Like I didn't. I, I kind of sucked at some of the stuff at circus, but I was like Did you not ever... as bad as I was starting stand up. If that makes sense. And then um, on the school on the yeah. professor side, yeah. had you been a professor in America? I had. I was a I was a postdoc at Carnegie Mellon for two years, um, which is like like being a professor, but they don't pay you as much. But I was taught my own class and like wrote wrote the classes and all that. And stuff. this is political science. Yeah, yeah. I taught uh, yeah. comparative politics. I called it uh, autocrats and democrats. Very sexy. Mm. And uh, not sexy. And uh, <laughs> attitudes well, and media wait, conflict. You can pick the title of your own class. Yeah. Yeah, Cap all that on. is here. It's a, such a racket. All that is is like you just teach a regular intro to IR, inter- international relations, or comparative politics, but you call it something sexier, so college students feel like they're getting their money's worth. Where you're like, uh, really, sex and deception internationally, and it's just international relations. Oh you know man, I mean? yeah. Kind of did your students know you were off doing circus at night? It was they just did, like, yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't like. <laughs> I decided not to keep it a secret because when I was at Carnegie Mellon, I did keep it a secret, even that I was just doing it for fun. Right. Um. And so in Shanghai, I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll just. 
be I wasn't like advertising it, but the internet exists and it's, it was a popular nightclub. You came so out. Students would came, came out. out. Yeah, circus yeah, yeah. performer. I came out. So students would. Well, come. she tried to repress it. She yeah. moved to China book. to repress it, and it just followed her there. It's like <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. you move away and a good-looking roommate that you kiss can't. Yeah, repress to come along and help you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And then when you were in, so wait, then, so yeah. how did you decide, to, how'd you get that job and then move to China, the, the professor job? Uh, I was actually really trying to move to New York, and I submitted jobs all over the place, and New York politics was not hiring, but they were hiring in their Abu Dhabi campus, and then while yeah. I was interviewing for that, it came out that <coughs> I studied China, so I went there instead. Mm. Okay. So, so yeah. let's talk Probably about... Probably a better place to break into comedies, China, than Abu Dhabi. I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A female performer, especially. They might I mean, be a little a more great... strict on what you could say. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I would yeah. Think. Yeah. Um, but the, we might have the a circus, though. How's the circus in Abu Dhabi? Well, that there's I one like in to... Dubai, and they actually just perform yeah. with like these like long sleeves. Like even men can't be like bare chested, right. and so it's just sort of like a weird aesthetic. But so let's start. Yeah. There, because I want to talk about the, uh, uh, the difference between performing circus in America yeah. and in China. Yeah. First, can you tell us when you what type of things did you do in China? Because I think that's what we got to get a clear picture. Okay. Cool. So I entered working at the club, Cirque Soir is the name of the club. Cirque Soir. Cirque Soir, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was like a like trapeze, aerial hoop, silks, like aerialist. And then over time, I was there for two years before they closed, and they taught me to do other stuff, including like eating fire and body burning <laughs> and bed wow. of nails and like some burlesque stuff, which is just fancy stripping. Yeah. And like podium dancing, which is uh, like bad for women, but I did it. And what's podium dancing? That's kind of like the go-go dancing that you can like picture like a nightclub. Or that's, oh. How's that circus related? That, that was one of the one things that I started here. and I was horrible. I was like white girl. I was like, if I do like, like the Macarena slowly, will everyone knows the <laughs> Macarena. Like I was like right. very, then there were like these sexy, like but if you do about eating fire population. at the same time. Yeah. That helps. Yeah. Could you, uh, how hard is it to learn to eat fire? It like was kind of hard. Yeah, Wait, right. did you yeah. already ask you to teach us right here in the studio? Yeah, I'll but... teach you right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you do? I'm just on fire. <laughs> Are you right not now. allowed to say? Yeah. Is this no, like you can a... say? You can say. <laughs> it's about uh, keeping the flame always uh, perpendicular to your skin and or your mouth, right? Because that's where like you start actually burning yourself. All right, I'm gonna do the trick for the kids tonight. So, perpendicular. Okay. <laughs> so then I first have to figure out what perpendicular lean, means. You lean I'll... your head back. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. what I remember. And then. <laughs> and then you just like like it's a it's a uh, bad moment where they like light the stick and you're holding it and they're like great now insert it into your mouth and there's like that took like a few days of like I don't think I want to do that wait and the then, first time you tried it, did you burn yourself uh yeah I still burn myself to this day really yeah it's if you're not like careful with it because it's you get comfortable with it and you forget that it's fire and then I used to, <laughs> yeah, I used to have these horrific burns up and down my arms. You burn your, you don't burn your mouth you burn your arms. I would do like body burning so it's like you set your your leg or your arm on fire. And then oh my gosh. you blow it out just in time. But I would like in the moment be like, it'll be a better show if it burns for longer. And then you're like, oh, fuck. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just stupid. Committed. Not that's, you're a committed trained. artist. Because yeah. that's the other thing. So it's China, like Guar. You ever watch Guar? Guar. That Is that old, a Chinese? <laughs> no, that old band that used to puke on people. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, keep going. I thought you were saying like Gwen with like a Beijing accent. They're committed to the act. Yes. yes. I, don't, right. I don't know. They, yeah. they puked on but other yeah. people. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, and my favorite... One of the ones, one of my favorites was the bed of nails, which is like the same sort of principle. Is like you lie on a bed of nails, yeah. And the idea is, is that you just keep your body like perpendicular to you. You don't scrape along the surface, and then as long as it's distributed, it can't really puncture you, right? So you right. just sort of on but, it. But like, I that's can't pretty... hold still. Like, I'd be a d yeah. That's risky. We had one, a couple of shows where we would fuck up and choreograph it so that these little people would like jump on me, and that was really bad. <laughs> oh my god! And that's when you're just like, <laughs> oh I god. fucked up my whole life. Like I did it wrong. And like, what happens? And what happened? They, and what happened? they went into me. your back. 
Yeah, and I was just like trying to remember in Chinese how to say like hold still like while the music is like playing. Because they don't stuff. speak English. No, they don't the speak English. People. Those little people. So they're little Chinese <laughs> people. Little, little, you couldn't get little little rascals. Rascals. <laughs> I would ask for an English speaker to jump on me. And, uh, yeah. Was, yeah. Well, my be... Chinese got much better, but like right. the vocabulary is You learned the ch- You learned the Chinese useful. for like get the fuck off me yeah, yeah, quickly. Yeah. Oh uh, my... So what's the? Do you get a Wait, bonus if you get like? Do you get a hospitalized shot? or no? No and no. It's China. There's no bonuses. There's <laughs> no tetanus shots. <laughs> so what if a nail goes into your back? Oh what yeah, you, you just get a horrible infection and hope that like some green tea cures it, like all that stuff. Just rub some green tea on yeah. it. Wow, <laughs> that's yeah. the Chinese for rub some dirt. Really, you have yeah, yeah, to yeah. Have a passion. Have a passion. Yeah. And so to. You would. This is like a nightclub, yeah. right? People yeah. come in and they're hanging out and drinking, yeah. and just like a regular nightclub. But also, there's all this crazy stuff going on. Yeah, right? think like yeah. your meatpacking shit. Like I haven't been in years, but uh, that kind of like proper nightclub, like, and, a, yeah, uh, like a VIP big, tables, like and Studio Fifty Four, and all that shit. Yeah, sure. For That's our your own. reference, Studio Fifty Four. No, no one outside of New York City knows what meatpacking means. Right. We're gonna no, yeah, yeah, do an episode on you and nightclubs. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. bottle service and yeah. rich sort of businessmen. Yeah, shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then you would also Can do... Can you order a private show? That's what I was going like, to say. Yeah, for like... Sort of. Yeah, we do something called champagne show. If you order enough oh. champagne, the performers will come to your that, table. Yeah, look how that travels. The champagne room. <laughs> the <laughs> champagne yeah, yeah, room. Somehow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow yeah. all cultures. Yeah. And I mean, it's... I mean, nothing... So nothing like untoward, like fully bad really happened. But right. like these Chinese guests... Like one of the words I came to really hate was VIP because in China it means you can get away with whatever you want. And <laughs> so we would go and the people who right. are supposed to be like our security It's also guards, pronounced VIP in China. VIP, yeah. VIP, yeah. <laughs> There are no laws. Yeah. So they would like kind of grab us sometimes or like insist that we stay with them and all this stuff and you're like, no, but they think that because they bought the champagne, like we have to stay right. there and they love having like the foreign yeah. girls. Like, right. Well, it was really cool too because I'm- I visited China in undergrad in like, you know, 04 and I was like, you know, the only white person to be found anywhere. And then when we were trying to treat it like royalty as like visiting tourists. Sure. And then this time the tables were flipped where it was like the VIP yep. Chinese, the VIP Chinese were like super <laughs> rich and we were the like kind of ex- fun, exchangeable like white people. Who I can just... tell you that that flip definitely bo- it happened, I would say around 2011 okay. or 12. So yeah. At some oh, point. Yeah, you witnessed it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was there. Turner helped thing. the Chinese flip yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> yeah. was working well, no, for yeah. them at the time. Because when I started with Mr. Softy, there was a time when you would walk into a meeting and everybody was so excited to see you because you were yeah. like the foreign guy. And then around 2011, 12, kind of right when my business got taken away, uh, started to get taken away. <laughs> yeah. It was when you got seen as like a nuisance yeah. to mm. what they were trying to accomplish. Yeah. Or or at well, best, like, a, like at a f- Cirque, it was kind of like you were a commodity where it was like, we want to have some white people around. So after Cirque closed, I would do freelance stuff and it'd be these like high-end like Chinese businessmen stuff with Baijiu and all that kind of stuff that you talked about before. But like they want to have a bunch of white people in a room performing also so yeah. they can feel like powerful and so they've done it. So that's like the best case scenario for Well, in about a week or so, a president's going to take over. He's going to fix all that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> he's going to come after you, China. He's going to make China make great white again. people yeah. in America great. Yes. in China <laughs> great again. Flip it out so that the circus performers <laughs> Remember when we were are treated. Yeah, especially. So, yeah. yes. Our, our new overlord. You have to go back and perform okay. and see if Happy things change in a couple As years. As established, I'm just going to go back. It's easier there. Yeah, just go back. Easier. Yeah. Just get a mask. You'll be fine. Like a face mask? Yeah. Like for pollution? Yeah, 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 yeah Pollution's okay. the only real issue. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> if you're eating fire and lying in nails, <laughs> I don't I think you should be really worried about pollution. Pollution is the least of your problems. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got little people jumping on you. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, okay, so then, th- is that when you envisioned getting into circus in China, is that what you thought it was going to be, or did you... No, I thought, I, when I first got hired, I thought I'd just be doing kind of the more, like, tame aerial stuff. Not tame in in like safety but tame and sort of like 
dangerous, like weird, yeah. sideshowy, nakedy stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, we were thought. never like totally naked, but we would do like pasties or tape or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And then um, now you do it in America as well. I do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And what's it like here? Totally different. How so? Frankly, I think it's a little bit boring. I think my circus friends are mad at me. You went the wrong way. Well, yeah, really once back to, yeah, you know, really you can't did. throw them back on the farm. Yeah. And I think I think part of it too is that I because I <laughs> once yeah. they've had a, a little person jump on top of them screaming in Chinese. <laughs> now they're like, yeah. do a trapeze act for three minutes, and you're like, oh, right. Oh really? I mean, I guess. And one, here they have tennis shots, right? Yeah, there's Boo. tennis shots. Yeah, there's no like. There's no thrill. No. It's like. <laughs> It's politically correct through and through. Like I can't strip, and I have no costumes because I used to do. You should wear. start. Really? You should yeah. start an underground circus show. Wait, what do you wear here? We might know some people. Yeah. Wait, what do you start one? What do they yeah. make you wear here? Do you have to wear like a um, like a turtleneck? Yeah, like a turtleneck, like a snowsuit. You're in a burka. Hot zone for like the Ebola thing. There's a lot of that. And instead, they want to not see the females. Very Saudi Arabia is. And you get fired if you call the midgets little people and they jump on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah. a whole. It's terrible. And they're like six, they're they're five, not five and a half feet tall. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't enjoy not my that exploding, exploding, exploding midgets at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't like it. Really where does it take place it. here in, yeah. in New York? Uh, so there's a couple of venues that will put on shows, but they're much more like there are underground, like House of Yes in Bushwick is like blowing up as this amazing kind of underground, edgier circus thing. Right. But a lot Bushwick. of the stuff tends to be really high, more and more really high end, really really top notch skill level, like kind of like. Recital perform not recital, but like performances. Like you would go see like, <laughs> like a, a piano recital. Yeah, that wasn't the word. But yeah. like how you'd go My see like a right. ballet performance at like right. like okay. American Ballet Theater. Like you can kind of see like high end circus shows like that now. Like cookie cutter. There's, like, there's still but like, there's, like a talented. place called the Slipper Room. There's like the box where they do really filthy stuff. Oh, the box. Yeah. The and I think what's what my problem is. I, I'm a jerk. I think, and I think I'm also being defensive because my skill level is not as high as it is as other performers. But you're willing to take risks. Willing to go all the way. Yeah, it's like I want to see weirder, more interesting stuff. <laughs> Not just people who are really awesome at a thing. You're like the jackass guys yeah. of what you do. But I think that's just because I'm lazy. <laughs> and okay. I can't do the really hard stuff. Or no, it's, I, it's more... It's, is like, it, it's, it's more beautiful than it is fucked up. Yeah, yeah, but it's more comparable to like WWE versus like those like oh, those like crazy like backyard wrestlers. Yeah, that's a good right. analogy. Ultimate you know fight. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. you want to do... Or even the ultimate fighting, whatever. The guys who they, jump yeah. off like 10 story, like ro- not 10 story, but like 20 foot like cages and land on nails and then in the WWE they're yeah. like we don't do those anymore yeah right yeah yeah that, and the that? WWE being like actually choreographed ahead of time so everyone here yeah. you have like an act you have like a four minute act that's beautiful and you have a costume and you have theme and you perform that act all over the place not okay. unlike how in stand up you might do something like that okay whereas at Cirque it was more and it was sort of in like China. It, in, in China it was more like there's just more room to experiment with different stuff also right. again because the standards were lower you could kind of just do whatever you wanted and it's the wild west yeah, it's Wild West. What awesome. was is that circus also, like that here? I'm sure. Once. Yeah. Also, this is I think in the long term a very bad in the thing. Wild West. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in the Wild West. Yes. In the Wild West. Uh, no regulations, so you can like set things on yeah. fire. The libertarian in me likes this Chinese. Yeah. Circus. It's better here, or worse? I, uh, better for me in the short term because it's more fun. Yeah. But bad because you know it's dangerous. Right. And you had no. Well, here's what they're, everyone's worried about: it's lawsuits. I would assume. Right. So right? you need now you need like a certification, which I don't have, to perform fire anywhere, and there's very few venues that can even do it. So you. So I just <laughs> yeah. like it's a very hard. If you get a to certification find, like, for fire, you have stuff. to go to yeah. like a there's like a class or something to sign it's up like and someone, prove yeah. to them you can get a license. Yeah, you, it's oh. all a scam. You're you gotta pay them. Yeah. yeah. It's a racket. You gotta like learn how to be safe. Like who has the time? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's, it's all money. I mean, honestly, it really is. It really is. It's just you pay this guy, and then he gives you a license. Big shakedown. You just yeah. go do it, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Another thing, this was not something that happened at Cirque, but my first days there, I went to go just see Chinese circus because it's really high-level stuff, right? Like, China's famous for acrobats and acrobats totally. and stuff like that. So I go to see a show at Shanghai Circus World, and it was a kid's show, so it was me and just a thousand screaming, you know, 10-year-olds. And they did the, the old-school circus stuff that they no longer do in the U.S. and Europe, which is they bring out animals. And so there's, <laughs> like, a bear. There's, like, a two Don't tell me they light tigers. the bear on fire. The bear the animal was on a ball, I think. Picketing you on a ball? Yeah, but they dragged the animals in, like, in these cages, just like the ones that are on the cover of the uh, Animal Cracker sure. boxes. It was oh, yeah, just the... like that. But they were these, like, scrawny, like, mangy. Wait, was this, this was in America? Mangy. No, this is mangy. This is in mangy. China. This has yeah. got to be in China. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is in China. Like, yeah. like kind of, like, bruised-looking lion, like, really sickly Oh, animals. man. Right. And then it was just like completely, the... like, animal rights violation. Uh, like, one of the so things good. in circus in the U.S. that's a very big deal now is that it, it is politically correct. And so you don't use little people or have like wait you don't use them you not 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 to like exploit just because they're small if they can do a circus yeah, that's, skill this is sure. one of their jobs yeah taking away I know but back in the day remember it was like the circus freak the lady and yeah the man and yeah the like they got rid of that stuff wait, like, wait that you're not allowed to say bearded lady what's wrong with bearded lady yeah, I know the U S is tame man and so because because like you're quote wait but aren't these people but they're getting these are people that need Siamese twins I can't even say that conjoined twins you can't say Siamese no you can't why it refers to a cat. No, it refers to Vietnamese people. What? Come on, Asia. That's where it comes from? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah, because the first set of twins that we like recorded history, I am obsessed with conjoined twins and have yeah. read a book about it. So, so Siamese refers to Vietnamese? Yeah. You need like a... It's called Siam, right? You, there needs to be a new book put out like every six months. Ooh, like a political... Like, like there's a new Zagat's every year. Like yeah. what you can't say. Yeah. We should start that. Um, hey, don't let's s- have our ombudsman put that together for there us. There we go. Is it like the <laughs> Lost in America Blue shirt, copyright that. You're a moron. The Lost in America glossary, right? Where it's like... Right. Or I'm but, from like millennial terms to like what you can or cannot. Right, there's a redacted you. section. Like that's actually a great coffee table book. Yeah. Ooh, let's get to work on that. Uh, someone steal that. Blue shirt needs to copyright it for us. Right? Wait, did you sign a waiver when you came in? We I had signed no waiver. I, I get a third uh, of all proceeds. Oh, uh, how do you know that? Yeah. You listen to the episode. I just I have a smart business acumen. Oh gosh, oh, we my don't. God. I'm all right, also wait, broke and I need some money, so <laughs> I'm not gonna. Have well, we have no proceeds. <laughs> so. You get a third of this book. I get a third, zero to Well, we'll never write it. Yeah. Um. Wait. Okay. I like how we're not gonna write it now because we don't want to share the proceeds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even if it was a big hit. Oh, <laughs> well, the principal. We're done. I don't it's care over. how much money we're making. I'm not dividing. That I'm money. not sharing. Yeah. It's yeah. genius. We're, book, we're children here. We should. It's we should book. do that. Okay. So. I'm like, Basically, okay. it's just Urban Dictionary in a coffee book. Coffee no, it's book. the opposite. The Are they gonna sue us? Oh, now? It's, it's only like clean stuff. It's only the uh, only things you can't, things say. You can't say. Because I don't. I didn't know you couldn't say Siamese. Okay. So. Wait. Yeah. We're off track. So. So literally, you can't hire a little person anymore in America. That's that's politically incorrect to give them a job. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. want to keep them as unemployed as possible because because uh, you don't want to offend them. There's lots of reality America, shows yeah. where they're hired though, so that's you don't fair. want to offend them well, by employing them. That's right. Yeah. It's more that you can't hire them like because they're small. You have to hire them. So you have to have a job interview where you have like, regular sized people yeah, and all pretending like you're. Diversity. So you have to let them like play center for the bulls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be great if it goes that far where they have to like let like some of my size you try out for. Ooh, yeah. Right. Yeah, you can sue like. Yeah. You're up for the part of. I'm gonna uh, sue the Sixers. Sue yeah. the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not uh, height discrimination. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So, um, final verdict. You. So you're saying it's just boring here, like that profession. It's tough to. I don't want to say boring, but it's it's yeah, it's tame, and it's it's less. It's sort of like the difference between like classical ballet and modern dance, and like there's a lot to be said about ballet, but. There's a reason modern dance got invented is everyone was like, oh, cool, we've seen a lot of this. We need something new. Yeah. 
So are you going to... I think would, a hybrid of the two would be ideal, because there's some stuff in China that's just too far. Is it... If you wanted to start that as a yeah. business, is that even possible, or is it just like so, so much paperwork? I think so. And, and I mean... Blue we're shirt, taking a 30 year, a lot of paperwork. We're taking a third of your proceeds if you start yeah, that. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Two-thirds. <laughs> Two-thirds, yeah. We're two, two people. Thirds. You're a moron. <laughs> 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 A third, all right. Blue, yeah. yeah, we'll get we'll get on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think there is an appetite, and I think it's growing. And so I think I'm just being a jerk at the moment. Um, Why are you being a jerk? Well, I mean, I think I, like there are this is that a this kind of weird safe stuff. zone sort of for mind. jerks. That's what right. our podcast right, right, right. is. Yeah, new motto. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so the iTunes Cirque, tagline. Cirque exists. The the club I did in Shanghai, like they exist in London and in Dubai, and they're super popular there. And yeah. and I think they're eyeing the U.S. And so that sort of thing is coming. The House of Yes that I mentioned is doing some of that. It's just okay. there's just still a lot. It's just like much more family friendly here. Right. And I've done some stuff in bars, like in a freelance capacity. And if you get too weird, they don't hire you back. Which I <laughs> what does too way. weird wow. mean? I stapled a dollar bill to myself. Whoa, and they were like, that's Thank weird. You so much for the show, and they never called me again. And I was so excited; it was to like a. a, a Where did song. you staple it? It was to a cool song. It was to a cool uh, song. Was what song? song like, dollar, dollar bills, y'all. I, I need a dollar. A dollar is what I need. Oh, and yeah. I like, pulled out these dollars and I stapled them to my ass with a staple gun. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. And that was offensive. They didn't like it. Because oh. it's too weird. Like, Americans don't want to see that shit. Okay. Which is crazy, because in China, I was always told when I was freelance that they actually want to see nicer stuff. But we, we got to do some weird stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Cool. I don't know. So it's more so like be a beautiful Well, it's also the word circus is like, not, that's why it's yeah. family friendly, I think, because people think of it as a family activity. Yeah, yeah. You need like a new word. Yeah. To, oh, you're right. Get. Circus may be the wrong word. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We'll come, we'll come up with and something. also like yeah. it'll put in our dictionary. In well, the other thing is yeah. like people think of Cirque du Soleil, yeah, which is also like pretty tame. Yeah, it's I super mean, tame. The, I fell asleep yeah. during it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like super. That's what I mean. I, it's like super, super high level. It's the most like talented people in the world. It's just I wouldn't. Yeah, but who wants right talent? To sli- right I to know, sleep when you got people bleeding on stage. I yeah. will not fall asleep to someone stapling a dollar bill their ass. I promise. Okay, so, <laughs> I, I support Cut that. Cut to like you uh, passed out while I'm just like. Ah! <laughs> That's a good way to wake Can someone up. Sound effects of me stapling just myself. Stapling away. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we get to the news? Oh, you have more questions. All right. Wait. Let's get to teaching before we get to the news. What? It, yeah. So yeah, you taught in China and then in America as well. That's right. And basically, the only observation that like held up the entire time is that all the stereotypes about all of the countries holds true. So like the Chinese students oh. were amazing at math and science. Okay. The American students failed miserably, and it was like a crisis for our math curriculum because we were like, we don't offer classes with like that low a level or like a high. Everyone was in the middle, and Americans didn't know what was going on, and the Chinese were like bored out of their minds. Really? Yeah. The Eastern Europeans typically destroyed all the other classes because they actually like did the readings for class and could write essays that did the readings. Like the, the Chinese what did the Americans? It sounds like the Americans Wait, did nothing. Were what were, were you teaching? Very, you were the, teaching the American students. I was teaching international relations. Oh, okay, uh, but they had science. math and. Yeah, but it was like a whole university curriculum, right? And everyone had to take like an array of classes, and so it was a crisis. But so I had a lot of, the Americans were good because in like a seminar class, you're like, talk about politics. The Americans would like lean back and like sit like in a lazy way and just talk forever. So they were good bullshitters. Great bullshitters. That's why we all have podcasts. We're going to lean back in a lazy way and just bullshitting. And so that, and all the Chinese students, you know, the classes were half Chinese, half international. Chinese students like, it was really hard to get them to speak up in class. And so like all of the stereotypes you can think of, I was just like they're they're happening before my eyes. This is yeah. why I need to get tidings that gifted and talented program. Oh yeah, because he's got to have math skills. I, I yeah, can't. yeah. Americans are just real, really bad. He's already a talker, right? He's a talker. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. He told me yesterday. He's like, I'm the funny guy in the class. And oh I yeah. Said, I said, what makes you funny? He's like, I say poop. So. I know. Yeah. Oh, you so you yeah. know, but, yeah, <laughs> he's already got a funny. Uh, 
college at NYU Shanghai because he'd fit right in. He would probably like stapling dollar Ooh. bills. <laughs> yeah, that's that's also what I. Can think he be the stapler? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. stapled onto other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. a that's much better job, by the way. That's a good <laughs> job for him. The staples. And he's a little person. He is. All right. Maybe that's if you are kids. That's a whole other. That's probably probably yeah. Oh, yeah. different Chinese violations. labor laws do not care about children. Oh, you can make them work harder. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. All right. Uh, so. That's let's get to the news. Yeah. That's a, we've we've great. Oh wait. Before we do, All let's. Right. Um. You have a podcast. Let's plug that now. Oh, it's uh, it's super hilarious. Uh, it's about data science. Data science. Yeah. 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 yeah it's called Data Science Demystified, and uh, I post all about it on all the internets. So. So it's all on iTunes and all that stuff. I, yeah, once I figure it out. I'm, By the time know. this comes we, out, yeah, it'll yeah, be on where do, we, where do we find you? Uh, at Jonesroy, J-O-N-E-S-R-O-O-Y. Yeah, R-O-O, two O's. Two O's. Great. Two O's. Jonesroy. All right, let's get to the news. Again, we got to go see them. We got to look up their dates. I got to get the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cabell does a weird. lot of talking, not into the microphone, yeah, but on the podcast. We're going to figure out a way. I was like, where did he go? Like the other side of the room? And yeah. there's one thing I want to promote, too, before we get to the news. January 21st, we have our Kung Fu Comedy Show. I am in China, as you hear this uh, right now. Wow. So I won't be there. But um, January 21st, Kung Fu Comedy is at The Lantern again. So go out to that show. That'll be Joe Schaefer, you heard earlier. Gus Tate will be on that. You heard earlier. A bunch of other funny comedians. I'm not sure what the lineup is at this point. I don't know. if I can't make any promises that I'll be there. But and if you're in China, Maybe come I'll see me. Up. I'm probably at the Kung Fu Comedy Club in Shanghai some sometime around now. <laughs> so good plug. Do that. Get to me. All right. Uh, here's the first news story of the week of Florida marathon runner gets lost and goes missing for 12 hours in the middle of a marathon. Amazing. Melissa Kitcher has had full intentions of completing her first half marathon Sunday. Well, not even a full marathon. <laughs> not even a full. But <laughs> it's it safe together. to say. Yeah. That it's safe to say that she pictured it ending a little bit differently. Kitcher went missing for nearly 12 hours after running off the trail during the trial trail hog half marathon. You really have blah, trouble blah, reading blah. these news stories. Sarasota <laughs> County. His Florida. English is getting better though. Yeah, yeah. I'm a really <laughs> bad. Your uh, reading's reader. getting worse. I, think, I know. Though. I'm an awful reader. Anyway, here's <laughs> I. I've actually seen, they do this marathon in Suzhou every year, and I've seen people in the middle of it. They're supposed to run around this lake, but there's a subway that goes from the beginning to the end. Mm. And I've seen people in the middle of the marathon on the subway with their, like... Cheating. Cheating, completely yeah. cheating. They did that in New York. Someone did it in New York. Yeah, they got busted. Their, you can see because they have their numbers. Yeah. Like, right. they're you in think the they put gear? a shirt on over I know, put on a jacket. Jesus. Shame. They literally just run for a few. That's like, the part that we're upset about. Well, we're like, how stupid could you be when you're... I mean, I thought if you went to a subway sandwich shop, it's okay, I guess, in the middle of the marathon. But not, not a not that way. I was I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but um, but you think so? You think that that's why she got lost because she was trying to cheat and I screwed think she it was, up. That's what I'm saying. I think she was trying to cheat, and then she claimed. You know, she took a left and she took right. a right. And you know, right. people have lost their ability um, with everyone's so GPS affected now, That's where true. we can't like we have no direction anymore. We don't have any memory. Sense of direction's gone. So without, I'm sure she's running. She Google doesn't Maps have an Apple Watch. She has no yeah. Google Maps, and she's just well. The you whole can't thing, call anybody. She blamed it on the fact that she didn't have her phone. Right. Exactly. Oh, I didn't read that part, but, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, who's you don't first of all you don't run with your phone. Second of all, like speed up. 
All you have to do is keep up with the people ahead of you. Also, I mean, or behind you. I, I say that so normally there should be signs. However, I ran cross country in high school and I once got lost. And you did? Yeah, and I ran I ran four miles instead of three or something like that. And uh, I ran cross country uh, ran in high school, and what I used to do <laughs> was. Um, you run out to the. We'd run along a river, the Sacramento River. Okay. You run out to the river, and then um, Sac- Sacramento Winter River. You ran up the river the and back down, or you just jumped in the river and, and waited there. for everybody to come <laughs> back, and then you jump back out and ran home. Genius. But when yeah. you're all wet. Yeah. No, sweaty. Oh, was what oh, you were. Wow. Yeah, they're like, wow, working hard. <laughs> yeah, really pushing it. Yeah, I played tennis in high school, so there's nowhere to hide. Yeah. We had to do it. So. Um, <laughs> I don't know. She says, uh, wow, how, how do people run these trails? I can't even walk them. She, she hit power lines. I don't understand. How did they let this person in the marathon? <laughs> you should have no to ca- pass a, like, a spatial awareness test before yeah. you can do this shit. Have you, wait, so you ran marathons? Or no, no, you ran in no, high school. Just ran how good were you at cross country? Nah, I was okay, actually. I was the worst. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't know why I why did, did it. Why did you do cross country? No, I have no idea. No, I here's mean, why I did it. I, because I wanted to like play basketball. Yeah, why didn't you play basketball? Because my high school was one of those schools that, like, recruited. Oh, oh Jesus. You know, yeah. uh, not for me, but yeah. for, like, <laughs> big-time athletes. So we were, like, really good at soccer, uh, rugby, basketball. So rugby. if you weren't one of the best. They recruited for rugby? I what? think a bunch of guys. They, have they heard of American football? No, at that time, there was, like, ten schools in America that played rugby. Now, then they all oh, went on scholarship were... to college. It was, like, a good cheat code. Right. And then half of them played for the rugby team, that, like, the American rugby team or whatever. Wow. <laughs> Get one of these people on. I didn't know this was a thing. You can be a rugby scholarship. And yeah, yeah. Well, it's like Tyler. My brother's trying to get his daughter's uh, four, or almost four. He's trying to get her to start playing golf now because <laughs> one of his friends told him that they just give out women's golf scholarships <laughs> to ever because of Title IX. Like, there's so much extra money. Right, but Poor 14 girl. years from now, it might be different. It's really interesting point. He's really banking on uh, You got to kind of guess, like, what sport's going to be huge for women. Right. Women might already taken over golf by then. They may be moved on. Maybe, maybe with, rugby. You know, football or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you should see. get her into rugby. Get her into rugby. <laughs> or your old girl's rugby. I don't know if your uh, sister-in-law is going to prove of that. But that would fly that in works. China for sure. So... All right. All right. Next story. This is an exciting one. Oh, Cap, you want to do yours? Nah. Well, well whatever. should we save yours? Let's do yours. Let's okay. start with the heroin and move on to the kids. <laughs> I want to. I don't want to bore the listeners with parenting stuff. Okay. So a man finds this is from the Associated Press. Happened in Cincinnati, Ohio. All right. I believe. Right. Um, is there another Cincinnati? Cincinnati? Uh... I was trying to figure out where Cincinnati was. <laughs> I think you were going to do your Mexico Indiana bit or You're something. Doing that bit, yeah. So no, oh, I don't yeah. want to, in, yeah, enrage the uh, safe space, uh, right. right, 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 fans. So a man finds two pounds of heroin in a car um, that was seized by the Ohio police. I'm again horrible at reading, but it's an auto, an auto auction. Here's what happened. Yeah, this guy bought a car at an auto auction from the police. Mm. When he opened up the glove compartment, he found two pounds of heroin How did the police never look inside the glove compartment? Well, did they seize the car? Is this like a civil forfeiture where they like... The the police seized the car, and the investigators found more than six pounds of heroin Uh, in the car. I didn't... I'm not reading these articles. I'm guessing... Eight months earlier. Yeah, see... So so apparently they they took four pounds out and left two pounds as maybe like a tip to the guy who bought it or something. Maybe he hit it well. I mean, that's... It's like a ridiculous thing that goes on in America where they just take your car if you commit a crime. I mean, yeah, right? It's bullshit, but, you know, they should at least have the decency to give you back your heroin. Oh, wait. I, no, that's probably why they took your <laughs> car. <laughs> yeah. How much is two pounds of heroin? That's, How much money do you get for that? Is heroin I, expensive these days? Someone was telling me it's very cheap now. I think right. it's, yeah. It's I mean, it sounds like to get friend. people to buy a car. <laughs> I have yeah. no idea. You know, they throw in all sorts of perks now to get you to, if you know yeah, how to negotiate right. at the dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you get like, like a free things. mat, weather mat, power or free steering. Pow- yeah. Two pounds of heroin. GPS, heroin. I mean, it's snow it's, tires. It doesn't cost them anything. <laughs> 
So that's, you know, especially the holiday time. If you're shopping for a car. Travel safely through the snow in this car. Can you drive with like heroin and like drinking and driving? Not good. If you smoke pot and drive, I think it's okay. I mean, is it? I don't know. I, Coke, you're probably focused. None of it's legal, but... But, I, yeah, heroin, how would that affect your driving? I, I don't know. I've never... Don't people pass out when they're on heroin? I don't know. I anything know. Fixes all I know is from the train spotting. That's all my knowledge of heroin. Yeah. I guess it wouldn't be good for driving. Can you get... But if we have any listeners who are heroin addicts and want to... Write in. Write us. Or be no, anonymous. You know heroin addicts, just a casual user. Yeah, casual user is probably better. Before you write in, you know what? Give us a review. <laughs> give us a review <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> I mean, on, uh, on iTunes. Yeah. Don't compare us five to heroin. Star. I know heroin hits five star. We I know it's five, hard to live up Kaplan to that. Kaplan told people to give us three stars because he, he said be honest. No, no, but no. no, then somebody did. and then The internet is for many things and honesty is not one. Right. No, five yeah. star yeah, reviews yeah, yeah. and tell a friend... Hopefully, a heroin when you addict. and a friend are doing heroin together, yeah, tell you them, know, to mention it to, to them. Pod. Yeah, pick it's, your favorite episode. Yeah, I bet it sounds good when you're high. Probably yep. sounds better. Yeah, it's probably funnier. Yeah, like know. a hack comedian. Like, hey, the more you do heroin, the better we sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're running out of ideas. We might have to just do heroin on the air. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get listeners the, uh, somehow. This is the final yeah. uh, sober podcast. Before we've become, and then we'll be at the methadone clinic, lost yeah. in methadone clinic. I mean, you're like, I don't understand American drugs, so we're going to do them all. Yeah. Slap, uh, Cap, I'm going to steal your slippery slope bit here. I just started drinking <laughs> coffee like two weeks ago. Right, you're on your Wait, way. Wait, you never drank coffee before? Not before I went uh, to McDonald's. Me an oh my God. A couple weeks ago, and then today I went to. Uh, uh, 7-Eleven, and next week, heroin. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, and plus, yeah. they just legalized marijuana, so heroin's got to be next. So I can yeah. do it without guilt. Yeah. Yeah, like well, Starbucks car by the time, uh, by the time, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, next story. Uh, you know what's a good segue from heroin? What? Let's talk about kids and raising kids in America. Perfect. Done, yeah. There's this New York Times article that we were uh, discussing about it's called anti-helicopter parents plea let kids play mm. is this our hero of the week this is our hero of the week his name is mike lanza and he lives in menlo park i don't know where is that near you or get him on the pod get him on the pod. menlo park is not i mean oh in brooklyn oh menlo park california pay attention oh yeah. i thought maybe he's near sacramento <laughs> uh, i think he's a silicon i think he's a silicon valley dad he's next to cincinnati i've never and heard. he started this house <laughs> he built in his house he decided that kids in the suburbs um they don't play. They all sit in front of the TV, their, their iPads, whatever. They don't play together out in the streets like we did in the old days. We were sure. biking around. And sure. So he's trying to encourage that. He's trying to encourage neighbors to knock down fences. Is it bad that I'm certain he's a pedophile? He, that's the thing. It's a fine line between. Yeah. <laughs> but he, like, built, like, it's hard. You have to look. He built <laughs> this um, in his house. He, you can, like, climb out onto the roof, and you could jump off the roof of his house onto a trampoline. Nice. And he's got other very dangerous activities at his house, and he encourages kids in the neighborhood to hang out there. And some parents think he's like a lunatic. Yep. And some parents. Well, you know what this reminds me of? Because here's the thing. That's what. And when I was in high school and junior high, like every house you went to, people were jumping off the roof into the pool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or like you'd always go to the house that had the pool or the trampoline for sure. Or if you could jump from the house to the trampoline to the pool, people were doing that. This guy reminds me of like the cool dad who'd be like, "Oh, you know what? If you guys are gonna drink, might as well do it here where I can watch over you." Yeah. Right. Well, that's the thing. Like this mom is upset because she's got he's got like five year olds running on a roof. Here's what I want to know: Does this guy have children himself? He does. Or his kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's the, the last so his line. whole thing is that he trusts his kids. Yeah. Like he knows that he lets them on the roof. They climb through all the stuff. He trusts them that they're not going to run or do something God, dangerous. Really, this is and, to yeah. what your point was earlier, Andrew. Though the PC ness of America yeah. now, it used to be parents would let you drink at their house. Now it's just <laughs> they let you jump on a trampoline, and yeah. everyone's freaking out. Like I am uh, thinking, I'm like, someone's going to get hurt. Well, here's the thing: as the parent in the room, I'll say that. I am observing other parents. Like, yeah. I can, there's different levels of this. I feel like in my own world, I, I 
a much less extreme version of this guy. Yeah. Like, I like to let the kids, you know, like right. in sports, there's some coaches who call a timeout every time there's like a run in basketball. Yeah. And yeah some yeah, coaches you, who let the team play through it. You got to play through it. I try to let the kids play through it. They're yes, fighting yeah. or whatever. Try to let them hands off. The, so um, I notice a lot of parents and I they get like hype. The second their kid does anything. Right. Dangerous, even remotely right. dangerous. They're like, get down. They're like falling after Micromanaging. Right. Although there's two separate things here. One is like kids doing something dangerous. Two is trusting your child in the care of another parent, right? Right. Those, those are right. intersecting in this particular case. Right. And, but I think that a lot of parents, it's almost like they want to look like good parents in front of other parents. Right. So it's like a domino effect. They're like, well, if I just let my kid yeah. do whatever, yeah. and all these other parents are like really safety first, yeah. then I look like uh, yeah. a But this guy is throwing caution This guy's like blowing that whole system the he's other like, way around. He's everyone saying, get on the roof. Well, he's, everyone. he's also like a Silicon Valley billionaire or something, yeah, right? Yeah, he's built, he's so, put all this money into like trying to force his kids to have but he's probably been rewarded throughout life for not listening to everyone else That's and being right. like, no, yeah. I'm going to do it this way. Yeah. Well, the article has a good point. It talks about how he uh, went to other neighborhoods around the country to observe, like, there's a neighbor in the Bronx. He observed where, like, kids. We're like, we parents, him on yeah, this. parents just, like, watch, like, their kids, like, play in the street yeah. and his neighbor in the Bronx. And they're all, like, looking out for the kids. And he's tried to, but the problem is in, like, Silicon Valley, all wealthy areas, you purposely buy a house. Yeah. Because you don't want to deal with our kids. So like, you want privacy. Yeah. You want a wall. This guy's So he's trying to, like, flip the whole switch on there. It just <laughs> sounds to me like the Michael Jackson, like. Oh, he's driven his panel van all yeah. over the United <laughs> yeah, States of America. It's so right. bad, I, with I binoculars. Right, wheelers. Doing, I agree completely, right. But, but yeah, there's all like, the signs. No if he was help. a pedophile, you wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Either. Going back to the OJ, if I did it, yeah. here's how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> As we if, talked about if on If I were a pedophile, I would lure children in with the promise of a free place to play. We'll have to have him on the pod. We got to get him on. We got to get him. We got to get our hero from, uh, was it Michigan? University Oh, yeah. Maybe you might know him. His Majesty is what the He's a current student. I don't think you know him. Him. The, his majesty. So you're allowed to pick pronouns at University of Michigan now. Cool. And so his is his majesty. So I missed I missed that. Yeah, he was our hero of the week a few weeks that ago. That was a long that was That's many cool. weeks ago. Um that was uh, back in 2016. Well, I support this guy, the dad. This guy. And uh yeah, you gotta let him play, you know? Don't let, let him try let, too let the kids play. Yes, let them do heroin. No, wait, no. <laughs> I'm mixing up stories. Let them run marathons. Let them play. That's yes. Right. They, if they get lost in the marathon, they got to find their way home. Lost in a marathon. That's lost our new marathon. pod. Yeah, this guy's <laughs> encouraging. Lo- he, just he lets his five year old ride his bike around wherever he rides his bike to school. So fantastic. All right. Andrea Jones, right? Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you. Guys for Thank you. This was a lot fun. of fun. Anything else you want to plug? Any shows coming up? Website? Uh, I got shows all the time at the Lantern. Email address, we want phone number. You, any yeah, my, my mail, my, my personal address. Your home yes. address. We want to send you holiday cards. Yeah. Oh wait, no. Security number. My my January holiday, my Chinese New Year cards. Uh, yes. No, I have a, a poorly updated website at www.jonesroy.com. Jonesroy. Two O's. And yeah, I got shows at the Lantern as well. At the and Lantern. Where do we find this information about the underground circus? Will we will we answer that? So we'll pass we, it oh, on. Yeah, yeah. We'll answer we'll it for me. I'll answer it for you. So. Yeah. And also, outtakes from this episode will be on Ants, everybody. So get that. All right, cool. Andrea, thanks for being on the pod. Cap, thanks for being my guest again. Yes, Turner, <laughs> thanks for having me. I just keep showing up. All right, get lost. Get lost.